It's me, Mario, and this is the TriTech Games Podcast. Sit back and enjoy the show. Here's our hosts. We conclude our series on Fringeworthy on the Mario World. It's redonkulous. Super Mario is taking it and, and taking it up to 11. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's enough. Yeah, this is actually a great listing. Uh, now, the Planet of Trials has four, gal- yeah, uh, four galaxies. Center of the Universe just has one. Bowser's Galaxy Reactor. Well, that would be the, well you could just say that's the center of the universe. That's like, what, 20,000, 30,000 light years away? Yeah, I don't think that's going to be in the star node. But these eight gate terrace fountain kitchen those could just all be systems yeah and you can just have four you know whatever let's see we have anywhere from four to six galaxies in each of these uh nodes yeah so two you could just have portals locked down well no because planet trials planet trials has four no i'm saying yeah yeah but yeah four but you you could literally have you know Two portals of different locations on, like the Deep Dark Galaxy or the Dreadnought Galaxy. Or I'm looking at. I'm sorry, wrong place. Bubble Blast Galaxy. You can have two different portals there. They, mm-hmm. won't, they won't be side by side, but they. they well, no, be- I thought that, I thought that John. I thought that the the Star Hub platforms lead to eight places, eight different systems, and I believe it's eight within that system. Yes. But if we think if we think each dome is a system and it leads to eight different galaxies, now, unless you want to, unless you want to do it that way and just say, hey, you know, with how this universe is, it did that. Two portals actually go to different parts in that same system. Right. There's nothing. Stuck. Yeah, that, that'd be just hand waving yeah. and saying because of how the cosmology is of this universe. The fringe portal ended up hooking up like that. The star platform. Now the system star platform, platform. Yeah, now the system star. platform is where that go? Well, because Earth is, I just checked again, and Earth is this mushroom kingdom is on Earth. Therefore, mm-hmm. you could you could copy Earth Prime's system platform. Mm-hmm. Mars series IO Titan done. And just have them all locked down and saying, well, we can't get to the system platform here. Right. Yeah. K-I-S-S. Keep it short and simple. Mm-hmm. Because I already know Josie's already pieced together game and anime for uh, Pokemon and had to sort of synthesize what became her Poke Earth. You can do the same here. Just there's a lot of hand-waving going on. There's ridiculous amount of hand-waving going on in the entire Super Mario series yeah i'm seeing that here but yeah i do like that idea of well wait a minute we put the radio transponder we went through the portal the star system platform uh, to the portal across from that last one and we're picking up the radio from the one we just put and then we'd figure out well wait a minute that means some of these star platforms are going to the even though they're two different they're supposed to go to two different systems they're going to the same system they would realize that this cosmology is even weirder, you know, just the hits keep on coming. Yeah. I mean, there's no there's no guarantee that the speed of light here is actually the same as it is on Earth Prime. Well, no, we've already, if you look at Portals books, and I think it's even in Portals 1 or 2, Rich had, Rich had an Earth where the speed of light was a lot slower, which really messed up physics there. Mm-hmm. You'd have IDET scientists going, huh? Oh, you know, that's a good question. After 80 hours, what does all your fancy technology do? Yeah, what would be the tech level on this world, Josie? That's another thing, because if you're going to, like, the Mushroom Kingdom, is it medieval? Is it technomagic? What? I hate to say but then yeah. the answer is yes. I, I, I think pretty much that's just, yeah. So just there's no set tech level they'd be seeing people living in medieval squalor and other people living in... New Dog Higher City, yes. New, New Dog, Dog City. City. Yeah. It, it's drastically different, but yeah. Yeah, it's it's you and you have places where and you have the Mario Karts. The Mario Karts themselves are beyond any technology available on Earth. 
Well, yeah, if you're yes, sitting there climbing upside down and hovering, that's at least... They can shift between the three different modes. Transformable vehicles would be, in at least in my not-so-humble opinion, and Josie can verify this, I would say at least PL7. Yeah. I mean, Which the, is gravity age. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it, the cars are levitating, so that's anti-grab. So, yeah, PL7 for of- the cart games. It's a matter of aesthetic for how people live. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, basically, I mean, and, look up New Donk City here, real quick. Yeah. I mean, the, in some of the games, there is uh, high technology computers and stuff like that, but they're all kind of that 50 style computer. You know what I'm talking about? The, the humongous wall size screen. Yeah. I, I love it. Oh, I'm, I'm loving <laughs> the Metro, the Metro Kingdom here, they call it. New Donk City, the city that never leaps. Population crowded. Size, redonkulous. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm saying, all right, this is where got ridiculous. Yeah. Um, uh, locals are new donkers. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, and it's uh, and it first appeared in Donkey Kong, and later on in Super Mario Odyssey. Which means, yeah, that that really tall building. <laughs> then that means they did confirm those two locations are the same. Yep, which means that, see, I, that, see that tall tower in that picture there, uh, Trav? In the, in the, yeah. Uh, yeah I, a monkey climbed that once. Okay. And New York City is also referred to as the Big Banana. Yep. <laughs> Anyways, yes. yeah. But yeah, they're, they're, it's... Um, but you look at the map. I mean, unfortunately, the map is fairly small. But I would say, no, nah, no, nah, because because they have, they show a lot of stuff in the background. So the game, they ignore the game map. This is a full blown New York City. Yeah. You know, look so. at look at your map of New York City. Yeah. There. Now look. At mine. Now look at yours. Now look at mine. Yep. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, but yes, I mean, it is it's just full of things and, um, ooh. What happens if you get a hat? And you know, uh-huh. which, hat, you know which hat I'm talking about. Oh, I was gonna say. I was gonna say your hat get your head gets covered. What? No, there yeah. there's okay in Mario Odyssey. He gets paired up with I think his name's Capper. It's Cappy. a hat. A Cappy. Cappy. A sentient it's a, hat. It's a sentient hat shaped ghost that kind of merges with the shreds of his cap. Yes. And if he throws it at some at at some at certain things, he can either take them over, you know, like tanks, or he can or he can use them to travel along like power lines, like which he does oh. in New Donk City. Oh, Josie, here's something. I'm down. I've scrolled down New Metro Kingdom, in which New Donk City is trivia. Big Ape City, location in Donkey Kong Land, is set at page 15 of the game's instruction booklet to be the setting of the original Donkey Kong arcade game which New Donk City also is. It is unknown if they are both the same city. Uh, I'd say they are, just to keep things... Keep things simple. Keep it simple. They're yeah. the same place. Yep. And yeah, here and it is. New Donk just... City shares the name... Oh, wait a minute. New Donk City shares the nickname Big Banana with Foreside from Earthbound. Oh. And it's... I'm calling that up, but I believe Earthbound is where Ness and Lucas originate from. Yeah, it's Nueva Donk in Spanish. Wow. Yeah, Foresight is a location Earthbound and an unlockable stage in Super Smash Brothers Melee. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. But yeah, yes. Yeah, I mean, it is a story of you know, Odyssey is about Mario trying to rescue Peach from being married to uh, Bowser. And also to rescue Tiara, Tiara, which is, I think, Cappy's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah. It's sentient hats. Yeah, what, what are you going to do? <laughs> Hat-shaped ghosts. Wonderful. Yeah, and, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, there are the, the, uh, the only thing you call them is magic items. Or, or, create, actually, the, the, well, the power-ups are definitely magic items. Things uh-huh. like Cappy, he's he's an assistant. He's normally a, I think, a top hat when he's not taking over Mario's hat. Um, uh, yeah, is he is normally a top hat shaped ghost? Yeah, and yeah, and when he possesses Mario's hat, you can throw Mario's hat at objects and it takes him over. 
who's to say people don't make friends with him or you know makes friends or someone something like him and you know hey you know you, there there's your standard you know standard issue you know be, you know i um, you, know, you need a, a blue beret it's now cappy tiara is his little sister ah tiara's his sister okay yeah so yeah so yeah it's it's yeah this is this, this, this is this a strange world <laughs> they come visit i mean as we said the the map if you you know you as a gm it's up to you to decide whether the map changes on a regular basis or changes on a uh maybe on a longer cycle maybe you know if you come back and say oh we haven't been back to mario world for uh, what what's it what's it in game oh about three years the map's changed but if you come yeah. back a week later after visiting i would say change it on a longer cycle yeah if you come back a week later it's still the same place you come back yeah. like 10 years later oh it's gonna be different it might even and of, course you, and of course you see the geologist on the team going, "Okay, I've heard of continental drift, but this is ridiculous." Yeah. Yeah. Or and, the, as they say in this world, ridiculous. Yeah. And you, at that point, the geologist just gives up, throws his hands in the air. That's enough explosion for today. I'm done. Yeah, it's, it's okay. That's enough. That, that's we're done. Uh, good night, everybody. Check, please. Yeah. But also, it's a place where he, he, he takes his, his samples. He looks them under. He looks them under his with with his uh, with his um microscope, microscope, yeah. or his or his uh, his uh, eyepiece, wherever he's using his little magnifying glass. He goes, "This is rock." Yeah. No, no, it's rock. I can't see. I the grain is identical. It is it is gray rock. It's not granite. It's not marble. It's not anything. It's just rock. And I'm gonna say that I'm gonna say this for my Friday night gamers who might be listening. Yes, it is rock-colored rock, Josie Hush. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's right. That happened before you joined the group. Yes. Yeah. No, no, no. I know it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because Carrie beats the joke to death. All right, we're gonna get to the point of this now where usually Bruce would chime in with, okay, you have come, what would an IDET get out of coming to this world? Yes, besides the fact, holy crap, we're on Mario World. What could they get from this world to bring back to Earth Prime? Because that is, as I said, that, and, and that's infringeworthy. Earth Prime IDETs are looking for things to enhance Earth Prime technology-wise, culture-wise, because remember, there is a population problem and resource problem on Earth Prime. So that is one of the main reasons why they're going on the fringe paths is to bring stuff back to help alleviate these massive environmental problems. So what would IDET Unita get out of visiting Mushroom Kingdom World? Not a whole lot. I, 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 I hate to say that, but it's a great place to visit, but it's so the physics are so this is what we would fall under the term of other yeah is there anything you can do on that world that you can't do on earth prime that you really wish you could do on earth prime oh besides eat a mushroom and grow twice your height yeah <laughs> or resurrect a yeah, green mushroom no, yeah no, that's that's it there are mushrooms that allow you to, to perform tasks and do things it's this might be a place you could visit where if you get the right power-ups you can make really complex things you can then take back home. You know, basically make things really complex builds and devices that you normally would take like forever to make on Earth Prime, if at all. Here, oh yeah, just take these, take two mushrooms and this one power up, and two days later <laughs> take, it's, it's done. Take two mushrooms and call me in the morning. <laughs> yeah, and two days later you're done. The thing you think you need to build is built, and now you just gotta make sure it fits with the portal. You know, that's, you know, you make sure you, ahead of time it fits through the portal. But yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. We have it built. Ah, oh, crap. <laughs> it's 26 feet wide. <laughs> oh, I'd be slapping the, I'd be like, you didn't measure the port. Get out. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but get out. To yeah. be safe, I'd make it 24. That way you have a yeah, little. Yeah. 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 Give you a foot wiggle room. Oh, yeah. thanks a lot. No, that's, yeah. half a foot, that's a half a foot wiggle room. But anyway, yeah. But st still, you know, it, it, that's one thing you could do there. Um, oh, sadly, it's a great source of co for coinage, but that means you have to go on adventures to get those coins. 
for gold, get gold coins and stuff like that. But who, yeah, gold, like you said, there's worlds where you can, you, you sneeze and there's gold, you know, gold's not really a thing. The world well, yeah, John, remember the old myth, the old historical thing about the real world Timbuktu. Mm-hmm. Europeans came down through the desert and they hit, uh, uh, Timbuktu is in the African nation of Mali. And they fly. Yeah. And they came there and, you know, Europeans are like, oh, we found gold. They've got gold on the side of their buildings. Their pets have gold collars because they had so much gold. That African nation, that city, gold was of no value to them whatsoever. It was decoration. And the Europeans are sitting there just looking, going, (laughs) yeah. So if if gold on this world, if you can just and get all this gold, gold's not going to have, I mean, it'll have some value. It'll have a lot more value to identity. Well, you know, Earth Prime, again, you're flooding the market, ruin the economy. But there's plenty of other worlds you could take that gold. It's like, oh, we need some currency for these natives in order to buy stuff. We got the bag we got from the Mushroom Kingdom. Just get it out of the SUV and give it to them, you know. Right. Yeah. Okay, one thing I I would almost suggest is, okay, we have these Mario Karts. What if I take him to back to Earth Prime and we wait 18 hours or or we take him someplace and wait 18 hours, how much of them turn it into basically useless garbage and how much is still operational? And how, that would depend on how you rate the physics and the yeah. the mechanics of it. That, because if it's would, and, yeah, go ahead. That would depend on how basically how what what goes into making those carts, exactly the transformable ones. And and despite the sound of them, none of them I would say are, are gas powered. I think they're all you know, especially when they're in that hover mode. I think they're all they're all they're all running off electron. They're all electric. With I would effects. say I would say either fusion or anti grav engines at that point. So PL six and PL seven respectively. Yeah. Now, oh, if really? the physics are weird, of course you could take them to Bureau thirteen Earth, and Ray Robertson would have fun with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if they are. It, and also, they may they may not be any grab. They may be because they normally only go in that floating mode when they're upside down. So it could be more along the line of maybe there's superconductors in the road you don't you don't know about, and they're just floating there magnetically. Oh, oh, Josie, I didn't realize this. Let me ask this. And since I brought up Bureau Thirteen, yeah. uh, Dead Magic World, finger wiggling, no ah ah. I don't know. I wouldn't well, say so. I wouldn't say as much. Okay, so it would be well, it has magic, ghosts. Work, magic, <clears throat> magic works, but just the inhabitants don't know how to use it. So if you're level one wizard who just happens to have studied on Bureau 13 does the finger wiggling, oh, magic works here. Right. Of course, Mario and the rest of the people, have, they think magic is a myth, but it is possible. Okay, or, we can do that. Or magic's been so much part of their technology and knowledge they'd never you know thought about doing finger finger wiggling maybe they've oh, all so been... oh oh wait a minute so you're saying that all those vehicles and everything could be techno magic yeah the basic <laughs> oh wow they may be all me- me- mechanics in ter- you know in term in terms of magic uses they're all mechanics they, they they never really learn how to cast spells but they learn how to use the magic to make things work that would still be techno magic yeah, yeah 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 Right. They may not cast spells, but they just they know how. Well, you don't have wizards, but you've got like Eberron-like artificers. Okay, which means oh. uh, Mario Kart will run just fine on Bureau Thirteen Earth. Yep. Well, in that well, case, well, I everything know. does, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. It, it could also be that they only need to activate the uh, hover mode when they're going upside down. Yeah. And if they are techno magic, it means they also work just fine on Skyrim. And Final Fantasy World, mm-hmm. and yeah, any any world where magic works, they work there. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's that's one thing. Uh, the weird life forms. I mean, yeah, a piranha plant is still a piranha plant. I would, I, I always want to say it's probably because it's it's a mobile light. It's a it's a plant, but it eats things. It makes a flight. It makes a Venus flytrap look like. Um, I'm not sure what it makes it look like because the, the piranha plants are these large plants that eat people whole. It makes a Venus flytrap look like a garden flower. Yeah. 
Okay, I like that. Yeah, and it I won't say it's sentient, but it does know when things are around it. Um, well, that just means that it's it it's alive and has animal level intelligence. Yeah, but it would be plant type as far as the creature type, and it might have an intelligence of maybe one or two, which is animal level intelligence. Yeah, because once you hit level, once you hit a three int in OGL. You're considered your very low human intelligence, a 30 IQ, but your animals have one and two. Some of them are. Yeah. So For instance, some some piranha plants, some piranha plants have been depicted as being sentient and capable of speech. Oh. Most notably, peaty piranha. But I would I would wager because they are you know, because there are plants in our world that are mo that well aren't they they are motile that is they can't move but there are plants that are like the like the the sundew and the Venus flytrap are capable of motion I would say these guys these suckers would survive on Earth Prime which could be a, you know hey you know breeding program just just make a version of these that are safe. Yeah, because, yeah, and, and under very controlled circumstances, because, yeah, we don't need alien flora and fauna destroying Earth Prime's already fragile ecosystem. That's why we sent out IDETs in order to save the ecosystem by finding things. That would be kind of counterproductive. Just, yeah, let's grow this here. No. But having a, a, a plant like this and figuring out, you know, I don't know what, what, what you could figure out, but you know what? That's a research project. What can we use piranha plants for? Yeah, that would give that would give a um, a university on Earth Prime. There'd be research grants for that for decades. Yeah, I've always said that that there are no such things as uh, cursed items. They're just items that have very specific uses, and they're just not good for anything else. Yeah. Oh no, a bag of devouring. Oh no, instant trash disposal. Mm-hmm. Instant nuclear waste disposal. That too, yeah. yeah. No, Bruce, let's get it right. They're not cursed items. They're just misunderstood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But well, yeah. clearly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but oh, you, just, you, you and, just have to play um, to their like like me with Josie. You just have to play to their strengths. Yeah. Because so, um, <laughs> one thing yeah. that crossed my mind. About, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Josie. Here's something supported by the Easter egg key. Easter egg style evidence. Chain chomp as a guard dog. Oh, yeah, I can see playing them on the you know some 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 rich guy has you know a doesn't have a, a picket fence. He has a piranha plant fence. Oh, oh, why am I sensing shades of the topiary garden in the Nick Pilata book? But I'm also thinking you have a motile plant, a plant that actually can move at speeds approaching or faster than human. You know what? I, I I don't care about the plant itself. I care about how the plant can move like that. Can I actually turn this into uh, instead of spinning? I would not be sticking around to ask, John. <laughs> no, no, but can, I'm not sure but about why it, I, I, I turn it into turn, it does. I but the fact that this huge one has a Bipedal form. Yeah. I'm actually thinking of it's a plant. I'm talking of the non-sentient versions, and it moves and it can sense things. Why can't I turn this into a living exo armor for someone who's paralyzed? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we get rid of the meat eating bits, or we or we keep a little mouth so you can feed it, keep it, keep it going. You feed it hamburger, you know, once a day. So you basically, know. you're turning it into like a gyver almost. Yeah. Yeah. Or an exoskeleton, and the guy, can, the person can walk around. If he's blind, hey, the the the, the plant can see. A seeing yeah, eye, a seeing eye plant, yeah. A seeing eye. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, it, it's it, it it's possible. I mean, there's ways of turning these things into th- you know modify them because we, because remember, we're not just getting technology stuff from the mushroom king. We're getting stuff from other places. Well, so, yeah, but true. But I'm not going to sit there. If the plant is chasing me. My last thing. Last thing, my thing is, how can I use this to my advantage? It's like, no, how can I not get eaten by it? Mm-hmm. But yeah, like like we said, you know, you got the the, the the just the piranha plants, just one 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 thing. Um, there it is petite piranha. What the heck is that? Oh, it's a petite. It is a lava piranha. 
All right. Um, <laughs> I was trying to look at piranha plants and I couldn't find them. Anyway, um, but yeah, I mean that that's one thing. I mean, you know, just 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 looking at the top there. But you know, um, oh, what, so between the Mario Karts, which may have technology that might work for all we know, when they revert to a normal, you know, if you go to a more normal universe. You know, and say, say there's an say it's an alt in the, the prime itself on this that the, that the Mario world's on is a it's called a so-called normal world with normal physics that all the you know maybe the you know the 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 power drive on the Mario Kart just you know no no longer functional, but inside those wheels are room temperature superconductors that work. Ooh, we wonder how you made those. Because you know, well, they're not superconductors. They are when they get converted into normal stuff, or into normal physics stuff. They turn to super, room temperature superconductors, which have a whole brace of uses. Uh, one thing is we'd help reduce the power consumption on Earth Prime because with uh, room temperature superconductors, you can use less power to do things. Yeah. More efficient, more efficient motors, more efficient things. You can actually have your you're, you're, you know, basically right now the the maglev trains are in China and I think in Japan. Uh, the major stumbling block for them is that they are what's called high temperature room uh, superconductors, i.e., high temperature as in liquid nitrogen instead okay, of yeah. instead of liquid helium. Yeah, <laughs> it's just you know basically you still have to keep them. You know they I think they keep them frozen on the trains, not on the tracks. But if you can make the track superconductors instead of the trains, it suddenly becomes a different game, and it may, it may actually become much easier to, to uh, run your trains at that point. You know, and, uh, and other things that things like you know uh, launchers into space now become much more practical with a room temperature superconductor. Oh yeah, yeah. So things like that. So yeah, it's that would be something you know they would turn around and say, well, we just want the what you put inside the wheels. You know, and you may have to. You know, it, it will take probably a few years of re, of, of of back of reverse engineering. To yeah, figure out the the chemical composition of the room temperature superconductors, and it may be that, uh, yeah, we need to be one more PL before we can make them. But if we can just get them from Mario from Mario World. Yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> well, the thing is, remember, I mean, the PLs how it is is if you are PL six. PL7 is prototype technology, which means by game rules, it's just three wealth points higher to make it because it's a prototype. So it can be made. Now, if you're at PL6 and you want to try to make PL8, energy matter transmission, no, it's not going to happen. You could make it. It would just take time and the big thing okay, about once you figure it out, yeah. But prototyping is that it's far more expensive. So if it's cheaper to get, you know, the sense semi truck down to Mario World and comes back full of room temperature superconductors, that's cheaper than trying to make make them yourself. Yeah, you know, and that's one that's one possible reason way. Of course, now you have to. I can see all these toads busy making these bikes, making these making this stuff. You know, yeah. Going, what are we doing? We're working for the man, you know. <laughs> uh, actually, because you know, money and it is gold coins. That is the big problem, you know, because um, the, the currency is gold coins. Yeah. Um, so yeah, providing them with enough gold, because you know they they want to get paid in gold coins. And I don't know that there's anything. I, you know, we always say, what, what what can this world give Earth Prime? Let's reverse it. What can Earth Prime give Mario that they that they really need? I don't see much we can give them other than gold. And literature. And literature. There you go. Entertainment. Knowledge yeah. of the French I mean, if they're at tech level seven, then, then yeah, we can, uh, at, least, at least initially, we can't give them very much technology. Later on in the late campaign, I'm sure we could give them quite a bit. So it's a moving target. But as far as other things are concerned... No, I'm in a legal system. <laughs> okay. Oh, you talk about entertainment. Uh, you get get the top turtles top. ruling from castles is not an efficient is not a form of government. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, for entertainment, get the top twelve players, Mario players, and and record and record their record their plays through through various Mario games. Then we send them as movies to Mario World. 
well, that's... And there I, they laugh, and they laugh, <laughs> yeah. and they laugh. Actually, well, no. it's like Bruce, it's like they said, entertainment. Like, like you said, entertainment. If you actually, at the end of Superstar Saga, the Yoshis are actually watching everything. The, the, the Yoshis at the theater you actually visit during the game are watching everything. Oh, and I think they're still using here. Like you said, it's 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 messed up tech, messed up tech levels because they have tech tech levels TL seven stuff, but they also have the movie theaters still use film. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm saying it's basically they have this certain tech level, but it's aesthetic in terms of what they use for other things. Yeah, you go to Mushroom Kingdom, it's per, pretty much you know you go to a Toad Village. It's pretty much a medieval village, you know. Except they may there may be a TV in one in some of the places, but for for the most part, it's a medieval village. For the most part, it looks like your typical medieval village, just with mushrooms. People, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and mushroom style, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it, the technology. You know, so there's not much we could give them, but other than gold. But hey, you know, Fringeworthy will can always find sources of gold. You know, all you need to do is just have, a, you know, if you can find sources of gold, then it's easy enough to make enough gold, um, gold bars or, or even gold slugs uh, for use as, as cash. You know, you know mark them with the U.N. on one side and a picture of whoever the current uh, U.N. president, you know, you know, uh, not president, uh, secretary general, secretary general U.N. is on the other side and it's and call it one U.N. dollar. Oh, no. Walking in. Oh, walking into the Mushroom Kingdom world with. Gold? Oh no, there's a term on how much it, we would be ruling, but I can't. It would have to be edited, so I'll. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it would be King on Hill. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we mentioned that with the, in the Minecraft episode that you know gold becomes ridiculously easy to accumulate on Minecraft if you know what you're doing, and that also could... there are also red and blue coins. Mm-hmm. Which do special things. Which are more valuable than your gold, your average gold coin. Yeah. A red coin is worth two, a blue coin is worth five. I'm trying to, and no idea what they're made out of, because I don't know, I don't know any metal that color red. Each red coin is worth two yellow coins, and and technically they're not gold; they're yellow, and they're red, and they're blue. We assume that they're made out of gold. Right. In which case, you could assume. Basically, you're looking at a coin-shaped ruby or sapphire. Uh, the blue coin could could be it could be. Um, I'm trying to remember what to say. A blue blue gem. Is it sap no, uh, sap sapphire. Sapphire, sapphire or um, cobalt. Yeah, which is valuable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, oh no, you get a, you get a, a like a gemologist or something. Oh no, he'll look at that and go, "This is cobalt, or this is you know sapphire, or this is a ruby," and just the head yada yada. Excuse me, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a ruby, the size of a coin, you know, shape of a coin with a star on it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, but uh, ruby, let's uh, you know, uh, let me look up ruby really quick. Uh, ruby is just. Another form of transparent aluminum. It's aluminum. That's ticket, laddie. Yeah. I, no, no. <laughs> hey, I was just, I was just reading up on the. You know what kind of windows they had on the uh, on the command module for the Apollo? Transparent aluminum. <laughs> We've had transparent aluminum for it. Basically, it's a, it's it's a ceramic. We've had it for years. Just that you know, the guy who wrote the guys who wrote for Star Trek didn't realize that. They thought it was something special. No, it's only been recently we've been able to produce it in large in large quantities uh, that you know didn't require a a, a moon program to produce. <laughs> you know, I mean, basically, it's uh, rubies are just aluminum oxide with chromium. Uh, you know, if you know what you're doing, and we already grow rubies already. You know, rubies, yeah, artificial, yeah. Rubies, yeah, artificial rubies, artificial sapphires are being grown. You grow them, you grow them in a cylinder, and you just cut off cut off coin size. Slugs, 
you know, they probably, you know, it's going to, they're probably more expensive than, no, would that be, yeah, it would be more expensive than gold, but still, you know, it, they're more expensive than gold on the, uh, on, on the, on Mario, on the Mario world. Do we actually have a proper name for Mario world? Is it just Mario world or is there a proper name for this world? Well, let's see. Let me go to the earth entry and see what they thought I had. Is, is, is it just earth? Well, sometimes it's, I think it's sometimes called Mushroom Worlds or something. Oh, no. uh, okay, here we go. Earth or Planet Earth is a planet that features a wide variety of people, cultures, and ecosystems. While the Earth that appears in Super Mario has some features derived from the non-fictional entity, fictional alterations of the planet have been applied to the series. The planet has been referred to as the real world by citizens of the Mushroom Kingdom in the cartoons. Yeah. Planet Earth is also featured in the setting of the Mario and Sonic series, in which species from the Mario games are also present on Earth. It is also the setting of Mario is Missing, in which Luigi must travel around the globe in a hunt to rescue Mario and save the world. Yeah, I would say it's an it's it would be an alternate version of of the Mar of the real world. Yeah. Yeah. So if they no 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 no, no. of Earth Prime, the real world is another thing altogether. You don't need a bunch of spoiled twenty-something brats and going through the world saying that. Yeah, but yeah, you know, but yeah, I, I would say Mario World is different. I mean, there. You know, oh yeah, I mean, if they've got you know, uh, gee, I think the walking mushrooms would kind of give it away there, John. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, with with that entries written, it's more about a uh, a an alternate world setting to the normal Mario World setting, uh, where that entry was written. So it's well, not it's not the world per se it's it's you know, it's an ultra it's an ultra world version of you know because it's only it's, it only appears in two settings mario and sonic and when and when mario's got and luigi's gotta find mario yeah mario's missing yeah yeah and very everything else says it's this world is really weirdly different um oh man i hadn't thought about the this um Considering, I thought, it, considering that it was, hang on, mm. considering the aspect of that was, I think, strictly for the Olympic Games set of mm -hmm. series. Yeah, I, I which, mean, which I did like for the sheer possibility of forcing Sonic to get his butt in a swimming pool. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, yes, I know. Yeah, but from the looks of it, it's pretty much Mario World or Mario's World. You could, I, I you could also refer to it as Mushroom World. Yeah. It's just that. Yeah, Mushroom World, that works. Yeah. It's occasionally used as a name to refer to Mushroom Kingdom, but I, I would use it as more referring to the overall world itself. Yeah, and and Prince and Princess Peach also used to be known as Princess Toadstool. See, I she's remember still that. Known as, she's still known as Princess Toadstool. She's also called Peach. So she's Peach Toadstool. Yeah, I was, that's what I was just thinking. <laughs> yeah, Princess Peach Toadstool. There we go. She's of the Toadstool fan of the House of Toadstool. Yep. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. I like I, I like that. So there is stuff. I mean, it, it, the thing is, there's so much back, there's so much stuff in these games. I mean, just by looking at places like New, like New Donk City, there's obviously a lot more technology going on that looks more compatible with what happened, with goes on Earth Prime than other places in the in the Mario universe. So, I, it, it may be just a case of you. you where, where, which kingdom do you go to? If you go, if you, if you, Mushroom Kingdom, sorry, you're not going to find much other than plants and things like that that might still work when you take them to Earth Prime. You go to Metro Kingdom, you might find a lot of stuff you can take back. And it works just fine. You know, it, I think it really depends what's, where you go and what you look at. You know, which kingdom you go to. Heck, I, I imagine that Bowser's got some stuff he can probably would love to trade for stuff from Earth Prime. Oh, look at his uh, Koopa Clown car. Yeah. I mean, Bowser's kingdom is... Uh, let's see, Bowser's... Oh, that's a, that castle looks kind of nice. It's very shogunistic. I'm looking... Oh, 
Yeah, Bowser's castle does change, usually after it gets destroyed. Yeah, um, it, it, it varies in technology. Bowser seems to have different technology. Um, his son shows up in a flying egg cup. He has a bigger flying egg cup. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Um, the propeller's on the bottom, which which should tell you everything about how, how impossible the egg cup is. But, you know, uh, if you know anything about flight... The last place you want to put your propeller is underneath you. Yeah. Which is probably more seeing that it's like an anti-grab thing, and the propeller is just a yeah an aesthetic of the egg cup. Yeah, and Bowser's castle is also another totally different place than Bowser's kingdom. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, he has yeah, from what I've seen in a lot of the games, he his his tech level varies from basically just you know I would call definitely magic. To um, somewhat techno, uh, like we like in Mar- Mario, uh, Mario 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 Odyssey. Of course, magic works here. Magic Koopas. Yeah. yeah. Um, I completely forgot that. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, I, but like I said, he, Bowser uses Bowser ranges all over the place in terms of what technology he can use. So you might be dealing with Bowser, who's in his medieval in his in his medieval Japan period. You may be in in, super, in Blade Runner Bowser, you know. Right. Uh, with Bowser. Okay, let me look that up real quick here. Yeah. So. Andrew. Well, Bowser's kingdom is the whole. It is the. It has years in Super Mario Odyssey, of course. Yeah, but there's Neo Bowser City, which is very much Blade Runner. In its layout, that is a racetrack. It's racetrack, but it is Neo Bowser City. I mean, yeah. get off the track. I mean, you're not going to be on the track all, the, all while you're there. Like I said, you know these may, these races only last you know uh, an hour or so. You got you got a week to spend in that city. What's what's in Neo Bowser City? Right. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's. Of course, you know because. Because Lakitu and all, you know these races are broadcast all over the kingdom. Yeah. Oh yeah. They have they have a wonderful network. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Neo Bowser City. Let's see. Actually, <laughs> well, if you look at it, technically Mario's technically Mario's entire adventure of Super Mario 64 was recorded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking at uh, the different Neo Bowser. It is, it, it definitely is Blade Runner. So they, you can imagine the technology there is much higher. Uh, PL6 minimum for a cyberpunk milieu. Yeah. So yeah, it's a cyberpunk milieu. And it, you know, and it's, we're talking Bowser, so it's probably in the in PL7, you know, level of tech. So yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's, Definitely high tech. I mean, they have floating signs that puts right there automatically. And I would say PL seven, you know, floating in holograms. You know, they have you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely you know falls into the upper 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 ends. Uh, you know, so yeah, the bikes there, but you know, you got these cities, and there's like I think there's Neon City. Let's see what was that? I saw that. I was busy typing in the search. Neon City. Ooh, what is Neon City? Oh, that's an earlier war- warrior level. Okay. Never mind. It doesn't look like much. Um, but yeah, so there are different places you can go, and these different places. I mean, heck, there's there's the like you said, there's one you where you drive through airplanes, and it's a as if and it's a and it's a working airport, and planes are uh, yeah. And I think are planes taking off and landing or Sunshine Airport. Yeah, I. Yeah, that's what I want to use. Yeah, I, I, I think... I don't think so. I don't think it would actually be in operation at the time, but... Yeah, but it, you can... You drive... You can either fly, you can pass through a 747 or jump over a 747. Right. Under it, or... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's guys out there who go, I get to jump a 747? Hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So these Mario Kart, the, the Mario Kart tracks are a definite hold my beer. 
Oh yeah, no, no. Hold my keg. Uh, <laughs> Although you're going to get that, what you're going to get that one player who you know is an adrenaline junkie and you know can pilot vehicles, and he's going to be like, I'm all over this. Stand back, I got this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, the best thing to do is is watch them playthroughs. If you if you're if you're not a video game player, watch them playthroughs by other people, and you'll see the the choke points. Those are the places where you as a uh, GM will have to make. That's where you force the players to make those rolls to see where if they maintain first or they they get bumped back to uh, last place, which is real easy in Mario Kart. Oh God, yes, it's so easy to get bumped back to last place in Mario Kart. And if, that's, if if they get bumped back, hey, look, here's your dice roll to see what place you got bumped back to. Mm-hmm. I, would, mm-hmm. I would do a gradiated. The worse the worse you roll, you know, say the stay in first place. Say it's uh, DC twenty five. The, the the drop back to second place DC twenty. Drop back third place DC fifteen. DC ten. Yeah, if you if you beat if you roll just ten or better. You're in the middle of the pack. We don't even worry what place you're in. You're in the middle of the pack. And if you really blow the roll, you're off on the side waiting for waiting for your pit team to pick you up and fix your vehicles so you can get back in a race. <laughs> mhm. Of course, depending on depending on basically your racing team, you have a steel pit crew or a Koopa pit crew, because you know both of those would be there. Yeah. Well, no, this is where, as, as Bruce always points out, this is where the players are going to be part of the pit crew, at least the ones who are mechanically inclined. Yeah, yeah. If they're mechanically inclined, yeah. Yeah. So, so the the trick, and this, and there are no there are no pit stops in the actual races on the in on the on the on the video games. But you know what? This is a, this is a race game. There's got to be pit stops. Yeah. Tires tires wear out. You know your your anti grab your anti grab needs to be swapped out. Whatever. You know. <laughs> and they have to make and they have to make an assisted roll to see if they can do it in record time. What's record time? Well, fasten the guy in the other pit next to you. That's what record yeah, time exactly. is. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Right. Well, basically it'd be a craft mechanical check and then make all the others do DC tens to give the plus two to the guy with the highest roll. That's what I do in the games with Josie. I eight another is a big thing. Oh, I just I just realizing playthrough, uh, uh walkthroughs. You can always find a walkthrough for anything. There's probably walkthroughs for all the Mario Kart uh, tracks, and you you know you don't have to have to watch a video. Just find a walkthrough, and it'll tell you where everything is. There's a course layout description on this page. So yeah, it references shortcuts. There's actually three shortcuts on the Sunshine Airport you can take. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Let's see. Back ramp. Just making sure. Um, there is any grab plaf- platform you have to go on to. Wonderful. Um, there's a helicopter pad. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. So there's no. Uh, there are no. There are no airplanes landing. But you know, as a GM, you can always have an airplane land. That just makes it makes it funner. <laughs> is. It's within your peruse is within your bailiwick or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> going up, loading passengers and whatnot to departures, so You are driving through you you are driving through the, the airport departure lounge, that's true. Mm-hmm. So, so watching Koopas and and, 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 and mushroom people and humans, because there are humans, scattering as you drive on through. It's always fun. I would I would say that during the race Normal activity is suspended. Yeah, otherwise, yeah, otherwise people go, "Oh, you're hitting people." Well, yeah. yeah, that's actually the player saying that. I'm not hitting people. I'm just driving through a target-rich environment. Yeah. Oh, there. Okay. Oh, there are other princesses too. Like da- I remember that Daisy, Princess Daisy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot where she comes in. Um, and Princess Rosalina. Rosalina, I have no idea what she even is. Mm. I was looking at her for a solid 20 minutes here. Well, it says she's human. She shows up in Super Mario Galaxy. Um, oh, she's a very powerful figure as her duty is to watch over and protect the cosmos. 
while also serving as the adopted mother of the Lumas and commanding the Comet Observatory. Ooh. And Daisy's Princess of, of Sarasaland. All right. What is Sarasaland? Alpine. So she comes from this particular this particular world. I'm not exactly sure where, although it, it although it can be theorized, it's obviously somewhere in the Mushroom Kingdom because the the comet observatory that she lives on does mm -hmm. come around there every once every hundred years. Yeah, I'm looking at uh, Princess Daisy, who basically comes from Sarasaland. Sarasaland uh, really hasn't shown up in, in a re any recent games, but uh, she's, Daisy still shows up, so. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's made of, and it's also made of four separate kingdoms. The, uh, wow, uh, the Birabutu Kingdom, the Muda Kingdom, the Eastern Kingdom, and the Chai Kingdom. Okay, so she's... Uh, this again is one of those places. This is what we call, I think, the Disney started this. This is the uh, the the kingdom ruled by a princess. You're never going to find a king or a queen, but you will always find a princess ruling everything. The the princessdom, I think, is the other name for it. Uh, oh, get that later. Thank you. Yeah. No problem. Nope. So that was Daisy. Yeah. And uh, let's look at Rosalina. Rosalina. That's right. I did look up Rosalina. So you got Peach, Daisy, Rosalina. Um, those are the main human females besides uh, Pauline, who doesn't actually participate in the Mario Kart races and looks of it. No, Pauline has only recently returned. Yeah. If she's going to participate in Mario Kart, it'll be in future ones. Oh, you know what that means? There'll be a track through New Donk City. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> oh, there's got to be one that goes up the, up, up the equivalent of the Empire State Building and back down again. Yep. All right, if you're maybe. listening to Nintendo, you got this is what you got to do. Yeah. Maybe with uh, Donkey Kong trying to swipe at the track. <laughs> oh, no, he's throwing barrels. Or throwing barrels. Well, yeah. too, yeah. <laughs> <Barrels>. <laughs> Again, the driving character in the eye dead. I didn't sign on for this! Yeah. <laughs> All right, is there any other... Okay, we've covered the racing, we've covered the galaxies, we've covered what Earth Prime would get out of interacting with this world. Are there any other points that we really need to cover on this as far as Mushroom Kingdom Earth on the Fringe Paths? Well, if we do accept that Nintendo will keep on producing uh, Mario games into the future, and those Mario games will inevitably incorporate the fringes, um, this is there, there. There is that other the the I would call it the reverse team where you can play people from the Mushroom Kingdom as fringe worthy. Okay. Uh, uh, you know, up to the point of if the GM's really brave. Mario, Luigi, Peach, maybe Daisy, definitely you know Yoshi, Toad as player characters on the fringe paths. Well, I mean that's how I've done a lot of my campaigns. Is I don't think I've ever. I don't think in the ten years, fifteen years I've been running fringe worthy games. I don't think I've ever done. Oh, we're Earth Prime in the United Na No, I've always done it from the native worlds finding the fringe paths anyways. Oh, can you imagine a team of toads? Toad Brigade. The Toad Brigade, yes. A, a branch of the, uh, the, the Toad Brigade. Oh, Pinch Pr Princess Peaches. Oh, dimen you know, trans-dimensional Toad Brigade. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and they're out there, you know... What, making Toads universally fringe-worthy like Kegak? Yeah. No, 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 but there would be, you know, there's enough Toad. I mean, there are, there's millions of Toads, you know. Like you said, that's it, it, the population's redonkulous. So you would end up having just 60,000, 70,000, you know, yeah. But I would say that if you're going to do that to any of them particularly, and you mentioned the Yoshis, Specifically, green Yoshi. As not all Yoshis are green. Ah, okay. It could be, yeah. It could be that there's, you know, 
say that there again it's like one in one hundred thousand, but there's so many different species on this world. You know, every one of them could actually have their fringe worthy. So yeah. And this mm-hmm. is and this is the world with a built in, you know, there there there's the, the the Princess Peach Princess Peach, you know, uh Toad Brigade, which has some Yoshi in it. And then there's then there's the super then there's then there's the what the uh what we got the the, the Cooper Trooper Cooper Trooper Duper something other I can't I can't come up with a good name for them but you you have the, you have Bowser's fringeworthy team which is probably a couple of Koopas some Goombas and and both and neither and neither and neither one will consider themselves evil. The Koopas, you know, the Koopas will, you know, hey, we're doing this for, we're doing this for Bowser. You know, we mean it's horrible living here. I, it's not bad for me. What? You know, it's the only reason, you know, if you, if you look at it from the point of view, there's this crazy guy with a red hat coming into our kingdom, attacking us, you know, attacking our king. Yeah, we're going to defend our king. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wouldn't you defend your princess? Well, he's got our princess. That's besides the point. You know, <laughs> uh, don't confuse me with the facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're gonna get married again. I know. Uh, she just doesn't realize it. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, but yeah, it, it, it's yeah. Running a fringe really, running fringe really. I mean, who's to say that once they're on the platform, they look at each other and go, "We could fight, or we could work together." You know, and and everyone would be going. We work together, you know, you know, work together. But you know, if you get a chance, you know, to uh, to um, you know, get something for for our princess, we will do it. Well, I hate. I think that's how all IDETs are. Yeah, we all work on an IDET, but we're beholden to our home nations. We're going to get something and try to bring it back to Mother Russia or China or the U.S. or you know. Okay, so this idea has come into play about. Fringeworthy Mushroom Kingdom natives. All right, I, I think we, I think we have, as Blix used to say, killed this subject. We've Goomba, uh, we Goomba stomped it to death. Yes, <laughs> I do want to bring up something, and this is something I've known for a couple of weeks now, but I just have not slipped it in. I want to do this before I do the outro. Form and and Bruce and John already know this; they've seen the announcement. Former TriTech Games podcaster Amber Rowe is now engaged. We give hip congratulations to her and her fiancé, Edwin Halt, down in Florida. Uh, the proposal, I believe, was, well, now technically two months ago, because it was back in late January when the big question popped, because it technically, as of filming, it is now 12.39 a.m. March 1st. So congratulations to Pip and Edwin. No date has been said yet. And also, Amber is an aunt again. Her sister, Jesse had a second daughter, um, for reasons of personal privacy, they do not, uh, Jessica has asked that real names not be given. So this one is nicknamed Pawfoot, and her older sister is Grubit. So Grubit is now a big sister. Congratulations for Amber, not only on the engagement, but becoming an aunt again. So I've seen her, she did a picture of her engagement ring. That's a big rock. Yeah, that, that was a nice ring. I, and she, she contacted me privately and, you know, all caps and everything as Amber that way. And it was like, Congratulations, you know, just... All right, so we have explored this interesting headcanon of Professor Pixies. And as I said, this is probably a shared headcanon. I am sure that many people share this, that the rule, the worlds of Hyrule and the Mushroom Kingdom are linked. And not just because, oh, Nintendo owns both both properties and we're just going to throw Easter eggs in. Even on the Super Mario Wiki, Princess Zelda is listed in the wiki as part of it. So this further establishes that there is an unofficial link between these two worlds. We so, have, hmm? also, it also establishes an unofficial link to the Metroid series because of the same reason. Samus Aran does appear in Legend of the Seven Stars. Oh, okay. All right. We might be able to explore that thought experiment later down the road. I haven't played many of them. Well, still. By that, I mean I've played one of them. Okay. (laughs) But yes, we have explored this possibility. And as I said, again, please refer to our previous episode on adding Fringeworthy to the Legend of Zelda world. 
If you would like to contact us, we have the Yahoo groups. We have the Google groups. We have TritechGamers.com. We have fans of the Tritech Games podcast. We have fringe-worthy RPG fans. Please, and, and of course, iTunes and the Podbean site that you're getting this from, TritechSystems.Podbean.com. As I keep saying, folks, feedback, feedback, feedback. We love to hear about it. John is our major person for monitoring these things, and he will pass word along to myself and Pixie about answering any questions that you all might have about this rather sudden and interesting thought experiment. Yeah, I got schooled on this, too. I usually do when Josie brings up these video game worlds, because my video game knowledge goes back to the Atari 2600, and I'm dating myself there. So, as I said, contact us. Let us know what you think of this interesting headcanon. We will have more for you all next week. But until then... This podcast is protected under the Creative Commons License 3.0. No commercial reproduction, no derivatives, and make all attributions to the TriTech Games Podcast. The views, information, concepts, or opinions expressed during the TriTech Games Podcast series are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of TriTech Talents LLC or make claims to its intellectual properties as well as any other properties mentioned in this podcast.